Welcome to the end of Pussing Yourself Out There with Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Cass. And this is a podcast all about sex, doing it. Uh, the first thing that came into my head was ball sacks, but really we don't talk that much about yeah, ball sacks. They make the much. occasional appearance as they mm-hmm. should, um, but they're not the star of the show. It's not all about the gonads here. And that's because <laughs> we're feminists. All about the gonads. <laughs> Am I right? Am I Um, right? Yeah. So, but we do talk about confidence and relationships. And like Emma just said, this month was all about putting yourself out there, pussing yourself out there, as we like to say. And Mm -hmm. man, was it a fucking ride. It was a fucking ride. Can I just say I'm tired? Like, I am tired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so here's the thing. And this is why we've been waiting to the end of the month to share this with you guys. Emma has been putting her full puss out there um well, literally figuratively pictures everywhere yeah um emma has truly embraced this month grabbed it by the labes and ran grabbed it straight by the labes and the gonads and anything else you hand me it was in my hands um and took up space so i am tired but i've had fun and i'm ready to chat about it I also think it would be fun to share some texts that we've that I've grown on. I don't know. I was Ooh, playing around with yes. this idea because I do think, and I, you know what I'm referencing, this like moment of growth that I've never had. So maybe we can mm-hmm. like summarize at some point. I think that sounds great. You've had a lot okay. of moments of growth. I think both oh, of us um, want to be people that really put ourselves out there often. And I think in a lot of ways we do, but we do Uh so in ways that feel very safe to us. And that's not necessarily what this month was about. Um, So you did some things. Why don't you just give us a little overview of some of the things that you did? And then I'm just going to interview you old school style. And... um, (laughs) Fucking, we'll go from yeah. there. <laughs> raw dog it with an interview. I yeah. love it. I'm just going to raw um, dog you hard with some questions. <laughs> I am lubed and ready yeah, not you to are. get chapped. <laughs> um, so I have just a small little glass of tequila with me to help mm. move the... Pro- you can hear it clanking. Just to help ASMR. Uh, keep the details front and center uh, as we keep going. So... I think I've mentioned this already that yes, we wanted to, I wanted to put myself out there more this month for like the name of the podcast and this experience. And also because my mommy told me that I don't. Mm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, It didn't hurt, but when you're already tired and someone tells you truthfully, it was not unwarranted that you haven't ever tried you're just like, fuck, you're so right. And I'm exhausted. So what do you mean? Um, so I really tried to just do a bunch of shit that we've talked about that we thought would be really fun mm-hmm. and like just kind of not think twice about signing myself up for it. So the yeah. first thing I did, literally, this was the first thing I did <laughs> was sign myself up for speed dating. Because if I can't get one date, why not try seven at once? You know? Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. You're bound to like someone in there, bound. right? Bound. Maybe. Sure. And then I really um, put myself into Hinge and my profiles and my Bumbles. And yeah. this is not an ad for them because I don't know how well they work. <laughs> <But> <laughs> because truthfully, you've been deeply disappointed. Deeply disappointed. But if I was going to try to date... One, I think just COVID and life have changed that meeting people in person is just not as on the table as it ever used to be. Um, so the dating apps really are like the first and foremost way that you meet people. So I did a good job. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, and also where we're at in life. I yeah. think it, you know, when you're in college or if you're in like certain circumstances where you meet mm -hmm. lots of new people constantly, right. maybe you don't have to use an app to meet somebody. But it's yeah. like when you're at where you're at and it's like, mm -hmm. you know, you've, you've railed through your workplace. <laughs> uh, sure, you could say that. I, it's been used. It's been used. That's for sure. And so have I. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I didn't think it was very nice. Um, <laughs> but it's like you've used the resources that are literally right in front of your face. You're not going to date me. You're not going to date my husband. You're not going to yeah. date either of our other two friends or their partners. So it's like, okay. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because in college, I wouldn't think at all about apps because mm -hmm. I would be too overwhelmed. Not yeah. that I was getting boned every weekend, hardly. Because <laughs> you were just skewered constantly. <laughs> I was just constantly pursued and uh, dating and fucking. No, I think I had sex like twice. <laughs> twice, is that two? You hold up three the fingers. Te <laughs> the tequila is kicking in. Um, yeah, I had sex collectively with like two people in college. But yeah, you're just overwhelmed. You have more places to go and to be and... Now I don't and I'm tired and yeah. I'm poor. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> why not look from my couch? You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really tried to be intentional about the apps and following up on conversations and coming back around to my matches. And then from fucking months ago. What was that? From, from fucking months, months ago. ago. <laughs> that is true. I said yes to someone, and there's more on this later, but I said yes to someone, God, like july mm -hmm. <laughs> and then in october he's like ping <laughs> would you like to still go out and i was like oh you're like how'd you sure. know i'm pushing myself out there this month <laughs> how'd you know um and then we've talked about it before and i really do believe that this has a difference in like showing up in the world and whatever you're doing with an openness and being mm. like turning your light on quote yeah. unquote and i like that idea i think that really does help me personally to be like available for energy exchanges. And I know that sounds silly. <laughs> and fluid exchanges. <laughs> and, which will then lead to a fluid exchange. Um, so yeah, I say like that that's how I started pushing myself out there this past like month and a half. Ugh, I just, I'm so excited to get into all of it. I have not pushed myself out there much <laughs> at all. Um, but that's hey, for other moved. reasons. Yeah. That's pushing your. That's making life decisions. A long time ago, at this point. Hey, 
All of this counts. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm doing it in other ways, but that will all be shared in due time. Um, so I just want to live vicariously through you, which I've told you multiple times whenever you text me. <laughs> I know. And it's so nice to have a friend that cares about the details because... Oh, I care deeply. <laughs> you care deeply. And while I know I have the gift of gab, I also get self-conscious about how much I talk about myself and you are always there to champion and like cheerlead me on. So I always appreciate that. And it makes it so much more fun. I'm not going to call anybody out in particular, but I know that a while ago, many moons ago, someone hurt your feelings by telling you that you talk too much about yourself. And I want to tell them they can go fuck themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think that is the shittiest thing to say to a friend. Like, you know what? If you literally never asked me how I was doing, that would be one mm-hmm. thing, but I know that's not how you are. It's just not. Yeah. You always ask how everyone else is. So for all Thanks. I care. <laughs> well, thank you. And that I means a lot because meaner. I wonder if like a lot of other people feel that way when they start talking and so. like they feel a timer that starts over their head. But for you, I never feel a timer. So I'm I appreciate glad. you. I think everybody needs somebody that is not going to put a fucking timer over them. Anyways, this whole episode's about you. So shut up for a second while I ask (laughs) you some goddamn questions. (laughs) I'm ready. Okay. I think we all want to get into specific dates, but I want to start out with speed dating because I feel like that's something that not a lot of us have experience with because it's kind of this like weird, it seems almost like early 2000s type of like setup. It was like a key party. Yeah, like it's not what would come to my mind if I'm like, I want to meet somebody. Should I look up speed (laughs) dating? Like you wonder who goes, you know? Yeah. At least I do. And then I went. (laughs) And then you went. So tell me a little bit about the speed dating, how like the setup was, what type, like I know there was like an age range, all of that kind of Mm, stuff mm -hmm. going to that. What drew you to the specific speed dating that you did? Okay, so... I had thought about speed dating a long time ago. You and I spoke about it just because it sounded so, like you're saying, medieval (laughs) in terms of dating. Medieval. But if, like, nothing else is working, why not try this (laughs) thing that's been around for forever? And then I was walking down the street, and on, like, a telephone pole, there was this new type of speed dating where it was almost like you find it (laughs) and – you go to the website and they list out these different events that are happening in your area. And there's age ranges, there's gender preferences, there's sexuality preferences. Mm-hmm. Like you really can tailor it to what you're interested in. And I liked that. I didn't want to just go to like a, an open casting call of people <laughs> that are single. <laughs> For America's next top model. <laughs> America's, that I would go to and be terrified. I'm in. <laughs> I would be there. Um So I liked that. It felt like youthful and Mm -hmm. kind of tailored to people my age who are trying to date in the city. So um, I chose a, how old did I go? I think we just started, so I did it with my friend and we chose a 27 to 32 straight um, meetup Mm -hmm. and we wanted to do it at a bar. So we made sure that it was one of the ones that were at a bar. So the way it works is there's no one there to moderate it. You have the app pulled up on your phone the entire time and you walk in to the app, you submit like, hey, I'm here. This is what I'm wearing in like a couple descriptor factors about you. And then they're like, okay, great. Your event starts in two minutes. Your first date is with someone with a brown jacket, blue jeans and like blonde hair. That's so sleepover. 
It's so sleepover. It's so right? sleepover. Brown jacket and like I forget what fucking tie. Uh, it's just so fun. It's, it's like a scavenger hunt too uh, for like your first date. So you go in knowing that there's going to be seven rounds, mm-hmm. which is a lot of rounds. That's so friend. many rounds. But yeah. I think we all have the question: What were your descriptors? I was so basic because I was kind of running late and I was scared mm. that I wasn't going to get my thing. So I was like, green sweater, brown hair. And uh, that was it. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> I went with my friend and I was like, what did you put? And she's like, blonde hair, black sweater, and like a fat, thick, juicy ass. <laughs> I was going to say huge tits. <laughs> and huge tits. No, but if I would have put that, that would have been like the best thing ever. Uh. Watch them never come up to me. <laughs> They're like, who the fuck Not you. is this supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. Flat ass over I'm there. Just, no. <laughs> no. Definitely not that cardboard cut out. Um, <laughs> so you start like that. So you know you'll have seven rounds, 10 minutes each. And there's supposed to be five minutes in between each round. Okay. But people used that time up anyways to talk. So it was more like seven rounds of 13 minutes, which okay. again- was a lot. Um, But that's like setting the scene. My friend and I, we took a shot and had a beer before we started. So my lips were loose. Just the top ones. (laughs) That's a good clarification. Thank you. Because later Um, in the stories, uh the other ones will get loose. I will have to specify again. Um, Yeah. So that was like the general setup, which I really, I really like this, uh, it's not even a company. I don't know what they're called. An organization for speed dating. I think that's a very organization. Fun... <laughs> this nonprofit, this you know? charity organization, um, really has my heart. This like organized or never mind. <laughs> a company. Yes. I feel like it's a, a fucking fair. company. Whatever. This band of nitwits who made this thing up. It was really fun. So that was the setup. Okay. Um. How did you feel going in? Like, what were you expecting? What were you, were you like trying not to have expectations? Were you nervous? Were you just overwhelmed? Uh-huh. How was it? I feel like I wasn't super nervous, obviously, until you're parked and you're like, fuck, this like is what you're doing. ass in a chair or like car in a parking spot? Car in a, <laughs> car okay. in a parking spot parked. <laughs> Um, I was like, what's 10 minutes? You can ask the same questions to every person because it's like 10 minutes. It's nothing. And so that's what I kept telling myself leading up to the event, which is what helped keep me keep my nerves down. Mm -hmm. But then once I arrived and I started seeing hot people walk in whom I thought were attached to the event, um, (laughs) mistaken there, uh, (laughs) they just weren't attached to the event. But once I started seeing people I was attracted to, I was like, uh oh, I'm about to talk to so many people and like put on this get to know your face and have to be like super on and make sure that like they like me and that I'm interesting. So all of these things started going through my head at that point. Okay. Which is when we decided to do the shot and help us out a little bit. Um, but it's almost like with us when once we hit the record button once like the race Mm. starts whatever like everything kind of slips away so once it was like go time i was like fuck game on let's go that's fair 
it's like a, a little personality that it's like this is how we are on the podcast is definitely who we are it's our personalities we are not fake in this but it it does turn you on like it in does a, turn you on i don't know yeah well i mean you and i go through things where we're like fuck i'm kind of nervous for this interview but then once yeah. it's like our turn to talk we're like all right we got this yeah and so i kind of felt like that i'm like i do this for my job mm-hmm. i'm a charismatic person <laughs> I'm good to talk to. I'm going to rock this. Did you have <laughs> questions like pre-planned? No. So actually, this is another factor. They told us that they were going to have prompts for you, like per mm. date. That, But this is kind of awkward. I guess this would be my one like critique of the setup is that you did have to have your phone out the whole time okay. to keep track of time and who you were seeing next and then if you wanted to use the prompts. So mm. me... It was kind of awkward to be like looking at your phone and I just feel like that it feels rude naturally, even though right. that's a part of like the flow of the situation. So with the first guy and yeah, I think literally just the first date I used the prompt because it was like trying to warm myself mm-hmm. up. Um, but then no one like kept looking at their phone, which is why everyone went over time and like all this mm-hmm. stuff. So it's a fun idea, but also it's hard with the app okay. a little bit. I have one more like going into it question. Sure. So you went with a friend, which is very mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. But were was any part of you worried like what if we like the same one? Yes. Okay. Totally. Totally. Um you when you sign up, which this is I think supposed to be like if you're going in for like a heterosexual or like straight setup mm-hmm. and you go in with someone of like a different sex, you're supposed to say you're going in with that friend so that they don't put you together. Oh, okay. But I thought it was like, but I'm going with my friend, so make sure we don't like the same person. <laughs> so I put her so name down. So make sure down, they don't, don't pick think... her over me. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you curb that for my feelings. Um, I don't so think cute. that that's what that slot was for. Mm. <laughs> I did use it as such because I'm like, just in case I'm with her. <laughs> this one, we are close. Don't ruin our friendship. Don't ruin this for me. Uh-huh. So yeah, I was a little nervous, but I mean, you're meeting people for 10 minutes mm-hmm. and it's like so nothing if it like you don't have to I'm not falling in love with someone that I'm worried right. that you know we're on the bachelor and you have more time and you're growing a connection with one all right um, so <laughs> I, I wasn't as nervous about it after actually after she and I met up before and I could tell that she was nervous and we were both like feeling it out it, it just like mm-hmm. disarms you when you're yeah I mean, when you don't have to feel like you're in competition with any other person. That was another fun thing. Every girl that we were there with, it was like a really fun environment. And there's more on that if you're curious. I love that. (laughs) That's really sweet because that's one of the things that went in my head of like, Mm -hmm. oh, if I were to go with friends, that would be a scary part because – right. I don't know. I feel like we're taught to be in competition with each other, no matter how totally. much we love each other. And that's mm-hmm. just something I'm still working on unlearning yeah. is that we are not actually each other's competition. And yeah. that by treating each other as such, we fuck ourselves over constantly. Absolutely. And that not every woman walks into a situation wanting to compete with you. Right. But like you're trained to put your dukes up immediately. And then it's like, no, that's exhausting. And also that they don't care. Exactly. <laughs> no one gives a shit. In the like same you, way that you don't want to be in competition with them, they yeah. don't want to be in competition with you. And the chances of either of you actually liking any of the men 
that are there. Yeah. So fucking slim. <laughs> so fucking slim. I mean, we're in a random town. Like the way the event I signed up for was like 30 minutes outside of the city. Mm-hmm. So I just knew it would be a different demographic, which I was open to mm-hmm. because I haven't had, I've had fuck all luck in the city. So fine. But I knew <laughs> it would be different. Fuck all luck. <laughs> oh I really like that. Thank you. What was Gwyneth Paltrow's favorite word? Fuck ass. Fuck ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been saying that a lot. I've been trying to say it a lot. So fuck all and fuck ass. Yeah. Whenever I bump into something. Yeah, that's a good exclamation. Uh-huh. I really like it. Fuck ass. Fuck it's ass. Also, it's a good thing to call somebody. Mm-hmm. It's also it fuck really ass is. Bob, right? So yeah, got a fuck ass Bob. I yeah. love that so much. Uh, so but. good. Okay, yeah. well, let's get into these dates. Um, okay. Love it. Just throw me just in, coach. I don't throw know. Throw you in, coach? Okay. <laughs> um, They weren't all memorable, and that's not their fault. I think speed dating lends itself to just like a blurry mix of humans mm-hmm. and individuals. But I will say that at the end of the event, and actually with every person I was meeting, I was like, you are so genuine and such a nice person. Mm. So I do think counter it lends itself to very genuine people that's Um, very cute it's a very vulnerable situation to be like hey i'm really single i (laughs) i have to come to a place where i know other singles are gonna be because they paid to be here (laughs) and like put myself out there because i'm looking for someone to date like that's a very Mm. vulnerable situation to put yourself in so i feel like you're gonna get people who aren't there to be a fuck ass you know it's like so I thought that was really cool. Every person I talked to, the first person I talked to, we talked a lot about Disney. So <laughs> I knew hmm. that wouldn't last long, <laughs> but he was kind. Also, he kept his beanie on and we were in a very warm area. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe an insecurity or maybe a security blanket. Correct. Um, it just he gave was me the hiding vibes. Mickey ears under there. <laughs> you never know. But it's like, you know, when people don't take off their helmet quickly enough after they get off a bike, kind of felt like that. That's (laughs) (laughs) those are my dicks. Yeah. (laughs) That's ended relationships for you. (laughs) (laughs) I just think if you're not on the bike, take off your helmet. I've seen people ride up. Unless you need it for medical reasons, of course. We are not talking about people who need a helmet for their safety. (laughs) i just feel like that's important really we're talking about one person um so no literally there's like three guys at my work who like will ride up 13 floors on an elevator with their helmet on it's like take it off take it off you've had to walk from the basement through the lobby up the stairs in the elevator up 13 floors and not take off your fucking helmet because they're always a little sweaty too. Little it's sweaty. Like, uh, oh, like I'd rather there's... see you walk in with sweaty bangs than like walk in to a safe, padded, carpeted area with your helmet still on. Mm-hmm. On it's two often feet. Both. Your often feet. you don't have to sacrifice the sweaty bangs <laughs> or the helmet. Um, you get both. You Anyways, get both. so. Anyway, sorry, the dates. Yes. Number one, left the beanie on. Yeah. And talked about Disney a lot. Different interests. He was so excited about Disney. He goes Ugh. all the time. 
all the time. And that was a really important fact. Um, so mm-hmm. you, okay, not a match. Moving on. Not a match. Um, the next guy, again, very sweet. A lot of these people actually surprisingly worked at the same company in the same area. It was like a tech company. Okay. So I know it was huge, but um, it just lended itself to people within the same industry that all mm-hmm. had the same interests, um, not all being Disney, but okay. a lot being tech and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one man I loved, uh, who was a character for me, and I loved because I wanted him and I to merge as friends. Oh, um, okay. But not merge genitals. Not merge genitals, just as friends. But he had these adorable round glasses and a, a leather trench, and he his interests were ghost hunting, um, being a Satanist and, oh God, what was the other one? There was one more other thing, but it was so interesting. And like my friend who I went with, she was like, oh, he didn't tell me all that stuff. And I'm like, that's cause we bonded. And I told him about yeah. the podcast and like just such a vulnerable, open conversation about our interests that like are different. I have a sex podcast, like, and he wears a leather trench and he wears a leather trench and ghost mm-hmm. hunts and it Which was go so together. Fun. Those two things absolutely go together. I imagine I think you so. can't ghost hunt without, without a mean, leather trench. You want to be protected. You know, protected. And also you have tools, so you need a lot of pockets. I say that with and... all seriousness. I don't mean it no, as a I joke. Absolutely. Even a little bit. No. Well, that's very I... cute. I love that he shared his interests with you so vulnerably. Um, mm. But not okay. a match. Not a match. I did, if there was one person <clears throat> I was more attracted to, it was a masseuse. And like oh, masseuse yeah. just have I like a that. gentle <laughs> presence. And something to offer you. <laughs> something and an exchange of goods and or services. Let's be that so be. for real. <laughs> I want so you surreal. to be with somebody who can offer us something. I mean, it's about damn time. It can I be love cash. all of our partners, but yes. we don't get discounts. No, they don't work at the right places. They don't work at the right places. They're very nice and very funny. Very kind. Very kind people. Um, so I thought that was really fun. But actually, I think our age range was up to 35. And I think a lot of them were on the 35 range, which is fine okay. because I, I'm interested in dating people in their mid-30s. I could just kind of tell. Mm, maybe That's so fair. he was like he had the most swag he had the coolest job he mm-hmm. had the probably the softest hands mm. but um yeah I think it was an interesting group of people whom I wouldn't say I was ever going to be romantically or sexually attracted to okay but everyone was just so freaking nice it was insane they were just so nice do you feel like you got to practice putting yourself out there like you got mm-hmm. to did it feel like a good one after another practice of dating? I think so, because you're like fatigued at one point, mm-hmm. but you also have to be like respectful and open to people who have like also put their time out there. And even if you're a little uncomfortable or not like with the person, but just in that type of situation, it's like you're just trying to put your best foot forward and like mm-hmm. be someone that you can have a conversation with that doesn't like you and I get edited if it's on here or, mm-hmm. you know, you and I are very no sensor, no filter, (laughs) but it's like, it's just a different one after the other experience with a stranger that, yeah, it's like, oh, this is how you have a conversation. This is how you can like flow through, get to know you topics. I wouldn't say I perfected it by the end, but I felt like more relaxed by the end. Okay. And 
I did. I do this at a lot of social gatherings, but like, I like I just have to go to the bathroom, and then I go and I, I just have to just take like, a huge shit, <laughs> and then I just take a fat dump and go back. <laughs> um, no, but I like no. where you just sit and you just sit and stop <laughs> for mm-hmm. like a minute because it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of talking, and dates in general are just exhausting. I think because you go in with this expectation of like a romantic connection. Which is hard. That's that adds another layer of exhaustion to all of these meet and greets. Yes. And exhausting in that like like you were saying, you want to go into every date. Yeah. Being open to the potential that that's your fucking person. Yeah. And like you restarting know? your energy and your interest and your mm-hmm. curiosity. And it's like it's a lot. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> It's kind of like when you're interviewing therapists because Mm. it's like you have to go through your whole story and then you have to go, you know, if that one's not a good fit, then you have to go through your whole story again. And obviously I hope nobody's going through their entire story on the first date, but you do have to give like the basic facts. Like, what do you do? Blah, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How many fists do you want up your ass tonight? How many? (laughs) How many? How many you got room for? (laughs) You know... The question I had to keep answering, which made me. Was that? <laughs> it was that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. But it was, do you hike? And everyone I met hiked. Mm. And I hate that I don't like hiking. I mean, I don't. I think it's fine. My Saturdays are I, great. But it's like, I'm just not a hiker. And that's a really big interest to a lot of singles, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves to fucking hike. In our age group, I think late 20s and 30s, it's a big thing like hiking's just I don't know I would but can I drive to the top of the mountain and look around I'll take a nice brisk walk at the top but why do I have to I mean why do I have to walk up it to enjoy the same thing that's fair I'll take a long walk at home on flat even ground and then I will drive to the top and I'll look around and think beautiful I'm so glad I'm up here stunning but it's like I don't have to hike for three hours to enjoy it and I want that to be appreciated too I still like the fresh air I just you like nature. I like nature. You don't want it to all go away. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to burn it to the ground. You know. I think mm-hmm. deforestation is a bad thing, but I just don't want to walk around all the time, and mm-hmm. up, and up. <laughs> yeah. I. I'm. I don't dislike hiking. It's just not my primary interest. Sure. But it is a lot of people's primary interest, it's and I feel great. like it's an easy thing to talk about for a really long time. And yeah, I don't know. Connect on. It's an easy date. Yeah. Um. I think I've talked about before how it was my husband. And I's first date, which um, I think is the dumbest so thing dumb. you it's could so dumb. possibly do. Nobody I know knew this man. Like <laughs> this was a complete stranger. I wasn't even thinking about that part. And I was like, do part. you want to go on a hike? Like I'm thinking of the murder yeah. aspect. Yeah, that's a huge like, aspect. To be so real. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. It fucking is. But, and so, yes, murder. That's huge. Second, I get sweaty. Third, if you're walking up, it's kind of hard to like talk and exercise. Mm. And so you're panting. I don't have the best endurance. No, I don't either. And like, I'm, you're already nervous where I feel like that makes you talk faster and like your breath kind of mm. like, <laughs> so if I have to walk uphill too, God damn it. No. Well, there's our fucking spiel on hiking yeah. that I'm sure <laughs> I digress. Wanted, I but digress. there it is. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get into some of the other dates that you've been going on because okay. you just put your full yoni into the apps 
You've you. been slutting it up there. We love that <laughs> we for you. We're so proud of you. you. Uh, give us some highlights, some lowlights. <laughs> and I need lowlights. Just the whole shebang. My hair needs a refresh. <laughs> um, so I have been on, I don't know, a 64. <laughs> Probably like five, I think. Four or five mm-hmm. dates, which I know in like the grand scheme of dating does not sound like a lot. But to meet four or five new individuals in like a month is a lot. That is a lot because you really haven't been dating before this uh, consistently. And you've never really been in a place, and correct me if I'm wrong, where you're dating a lot of people Mm -mm. and like, you know, putting yourself out there with a lot of different people. Or strangers. Like we said, Mm -hmm. I swim in the same pool over and over until Mm -hmm. it's too warm and full of pee and I have to leave. (laughs) (laughs) I have to leave. (laughs) And... So I don't, I don't meet strangers to date. Um, in the apps, like we said, it's just kind of, I don't know, whatever. So my first date that I went on, hmm, what shall we name him? Uh, he had red hair. Where can we Not go? the one. <laughs> Not the one. Not the one. But was he the first one? I know this doesn't yeah. matter in the grand scheme of things. Okay. Um, so we, I met not the one at this bar and he was actually like in person, the closest thing to my type I have ever seen in my area. Like in the last four years that I've lived here, he was the closest thing I've seen mm-hmm. to my type. So one, he was hot, super tall and like, I like a sturdy man, you know, mm-hmm. and like a lot of hikers out here have hiking bodies and he was like a sturdy <laughs> And man. a lot of hikers. <laughs> a lot of hikers. Um, he was like funny. He had a pinky ring, which I thought was cool. Um, a pinky toe ring or a pinky hand <laughs> ring? Yeah, a toe ring, man. Like, he was <laughs> full flip flopping it on the first day. <laughs> These are his toes. <laughs> These are his his toes or the his length talons. of my fingers. So, and I texted you after, and I was like, I am so or and during. I was you like, I'm me so during. nervous. Like he mm-hmm. makes me really nervous and really giddy. Um, but as I really quickly found out as like after going on dates to compare, it was like a nervous, I don't know, like a remind me of someone that has also been sucky and not the one in the past mm-hmm. type of nervous. But in the moment when you're going on the first date, you're like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but he's hot and I mm-hmm. like it. So. <laughs> but I'm into it. <laughs> but I'm into it. So I went out with him and my friend, um, up here who was also at before she got in her relationship, her key to dating was never put your eggs in one basket. So she's like the best way to not get hurt when you're trying to date is to date a lot. It's like date multiple people. That's honestly fair. So fucking fair because I am also someone, as we know that like, if I like you, I'm like, Oh my God, this never happens to me. This must Mm -hmm. be a big fucking deal. This must be the one I'm going to marry. Like I'm planning our kids' names. I'm figuring out Mm -hmm. if we're moving to your place or mine. Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I immediately need to go on another date. (laughs) And so um, before I even went out with him again, I went out with another guy who had the same name as my ex. So we'll call it uh, Two Pete. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) He's just another guy. Um, (laughs) Just another guy. Just another guy. And... I went out with him, very sweet. He like picked up the whole bill, told me to put my wallet away, which I loved. Um, really good conversation that like flowed 
so much easier than not the one, the first guy, which I thought was an interesting, because I also wasn't nearly as attracted yeah. to him, but I was so much more attracted to our conversation than I was to the first guy. It's just interesting to put like, that's another thing that I like dating multiple at once, because you can really compare yeah. and contrast of like what you're liking in one and not the other, vice versa, and like mm -hmm. what's working with different personalities and like what you're attracted to. I think that's like really helpful obviously helpful information. Mm -hmm. yeah. But not the one was still pretty stuck in your head at this point. Yes. Like you did uh, feel some sort of connection, whether that was just sexual tension mm. or not, but you got to have some very fun experiences. Tis the question here. Well, he was doing all the right things. Like he literally... Mm -hmm. This is not going to be like a rampage of a woman scorned, but I do want to lay out like where my attachment was in this process. Mm -hmm. Like I, he had, he texted me every single day, um, for like a week. And the night that we got done with our first date, he like wanted, whether it was a joke or not, he's like, Oh, I'm ready to see you again tomorrow. And, um, anyway, so it just felt very like it clicked in a very, oh, like he's into me chemistry yeah. way. So I was excited mm -hmm. about that. And I thought that was really fun. So yeah, we had a lot of good texting conversation that he initiated I'll, every time. I'll put that there. Um, so, careful, scorned woman. <laughs> careful. Easy, scorned woman. Yeah. Um, and so we had gone out on a Sunday for our first date, and I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm going to be available. <laughs> so by yeah. Thursday, we were on our second date, which, of course, as you do in your 20s, was a Netflix and chill situation. Mm -hmm. um, Mama gave her cookies up. <laughs> Right on the table. I showed up with them on a fucking platter. Yeah. <laughs> Unwrapped, taking a bite out of, fucking ready. Yeah. Dunk Open me. Open up, honey. Dunk me. Um, I had a six pack and ready to eat some pizza because we bought pizza. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so we did the whole movie thing. And then after we did the whole like, ah, oh, turn and make out thing, which led to sex, which was great. <laughs> It mm -hmm. was fucking great. It was great yeah. sex. I mentioned this, though, in another episode we did recently, but um, maybe it was after Halen. Yeah, it was after Halen because I like I didn't know the whole time if I was ready to have mm -hmm. sex, but I wasn't mm -hmm. going to say no to it. So I, you really wanted sex. Bitch had been sober off sex for nine <laughs> fucking months. I was yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, you were ready for some I action. I was ready. Regardless um, of if your body was fully ready, M was fucking M ready. M was fucking ready. So, yeah, it was great, great sex. It felt very, like, casual and comfortable. It was quick. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> easy, scorned woman, easy. Uh, <laughs> but, no, it was it was really fun. But then after the conversation just, like, all but disappeared and, like, the communication all but disappeared, which mm -hmm. was a bummer. Um, but it was kind of something that I was predicting and like, I already kind yes. of expected. I don't think this was a, like, you thought it, so you brought it into fruition type of thing. No. I think I sensed it on the first date, the type of energy I was feeling. He very much reminded me of this guy in college that I loved for like three years. And then we finally fucked and he was like the biggest douchebag ever. And I was like, mm -hmm. you give me that energy of someone I could be like obsessed with and then yeah. disappear. But you can't say no. You can't say no. You're never going to regret it because you would never do anything else if given the same yeah. opportunity. But looking back, you're like, damn it. God damn it. 
And I am sharing your personal information Please at this do. point. So if you'd like to change it, edit it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you did go into that relationship, which I'm just going to call yeah, it a relationship whatever. because every interaction with a human is. Um Saying you wanted something casual. Right. And so did he. Yeah. So I think Thank that was you. interesting because that is something that you haven't really done before. Like purposefully gone into something very casual and said that your intention was to keep it casual. And so I think we talked about this before or maybe we just talked about it in our text. But so you're learning how yeah. to be casual and how to have casual sex. That's not a skill that comes naturally to you or me or I think a lot of people. Yeah. And so if it doesn't feel right right away and you caught feelings and all of that and you felt a little bit guilty after you yeah. had sex and then knew there wasn't going to be anything more. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to feel those things because we've been taught to feel those things. Right. And you're learning how to have casual sex. You're learning how to casually date. And that's amazing. You should be so proud of yourself for doing those things because mere weeks before you were saying, I want to have more experiences. In our episode with Susan, Mm -hmm. that was your intention. You want to have more experiences. You want to collect those experiences. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you fucking did. Yeah. And that's amazing. And it was hard at times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. That was a very good point to bring up. Um, This is what's fun about when you interview me is that we do life together. Mm. So you can like recall (laughs) our life and like show it back in my face. No, absolutely. That's another really true point that I like happened to glance past. Um, (laughs) We did talk about that on our first date of like, what are you looking for? And he said that he's also trying to figure out like what he's interested in and kind of just be casual. But that if like something came up and you really felt like you connected, that he wouldn't um, turn away from that. And I'm like, I totally agree. That's right. also how I feel. I just thought we found something that we would not turn <laughs> away from. <laughs> I thought yes. I was misled there in my own <laughs> belief. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless of uh, whatever, you just, you read into things because you get excited. And also, like you said, I'd never done this before. I don't know. I'm not saying he did this perfectly by any means, but I don't know what casually dating with a connection looks like. Like I've never connected with someone and been like, I really like hanging out with you. Like I'm not interested in a serious relationship, but like you and I get along great. So no, I didn't know what that looked like. And maybe he's had that before. So he's like, this is kind of what you do, bitch. Um, yeah. Which is also totally fair. Do I think he like flaked out a couple times on our plans. And so do I think yeah. he could have been clearer in his communication of like, honestly, sex was fucking great. I'm still at this phase where I'm like still dating, still casual. Like, is that cool with you still? Because I can't really be like someone that you see every week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then that's when I could have made my decision forward. But I did feel like I thought like, oh, we talk all the time. We had sex. This must mean like this is the moment that we're not. uh, Casual. Casual, I guess. Like we're not serious, but we're not like, you know, we're not turning away from this. Like, great. But it felt like immediately after it was like something that he turned away from. You've been inside me. You've been inside me. You you put... (laughs) Your whole face down there for so long. <laughs> I thought that meant you liked me. <laughs> I thought we were in love. Um, Sorry. But you know what? Handcuff me now. <laughs> God. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So this actually flipped on its head a little bit, though, mm. with one of the other guys that you started dating. Um, mm. And you kind of switched 
roles. So can you talk a little bit about that progression and yes. where it ended up? Amazing transition. Um, Thank you. Yes. So the as we mentioned earlier, there was one guy that asked me out in like July that I did not get back to <laughs> until October. Um, and he was like really sweet. He was very like forward in a nice way on mm -hmm. Hinge and very like honest that he wanted to meet up and date and that he was attracted to me. And then I just got busy, so I never looped back around to him. But when I was back to pussing myself out there and my profile was active again, he reached out and was like, hey, you said yes like three months ago. Do you want to hang? Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I do. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll give this one a shot. I was attracted to him, and he seemed nice enough. And yeah, so we went on on a first date. It was like an amazing first date. It was so fun. Mm -hmm. He, The conversation would flow with still the tension of like excitement and attraction and nervousness. But we also talked about a lot. Like we talked about family. We talked about past relationships. We talked about what we want in our future. Like we got into it, which I'd never gotten with the first guy. Um, that one felt more just surface level. So this one, I just felt like, oh, and he's yeah. six, four and beautiful <laughs> and so funny. Like, oh my God, this is amazing. And he actually asked you about yourself, which some of the yes. dates that we just skimmed over. Yeah. Did not. Yeah. A lot of the other ones that we skimmed over just were one-offs that was like, that was an experience. That they was, were just bad dates. That was a drink and I did it and I'm goodbye. Um, mm -hmm. God bless. Uh, so first date, amazing. Second date, we went out and like did an excursion, which was really fun. And I thought that was a nice way to switch up like getting to know someone is like mm -hmm. actually seeing them do something fun with you, not just like a drink or dinner or something. Um, but then that's when like a little hint of doubt started creeping in my mind and literally for mm -hmm. no like tangible reason. I couldn't put my finger on it. I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then, yes, we had our third date, right? Yes, we went out to dinner. And that was like a little bit more like the nail in the coffin for lack mm -hmm. of a better term that feels less grim um, of just like, yeah, I, I just don't think I'm like attracted enough like romantically to There you. wasn't enough of a spark. Yeah. Like there was nothing wrong with him right. based on what you've told me. He sounds amazing mm -hmm. and he's going to make somebody else so, happy. so fucking happy. Mm -hmm. And it just, there wasn't, enough between you guys and yeah. that's totally okay if mm -hmm. you were looking for maybe something just like a little tamer a little more settled down Correct. like maybe that would have been great yeah. yeah but that's not where you're at and so what did that look like in terms of um the end of that <laughs> in terms of the finale so <laughs> after our third date I like processed for a couple days just to make sure that that's how I felt and um the next couple days later, I texted him in the morning and I'm like, hey, just letting you know, um, like I had so much fun with you. You're someone that's like really nice to hang out with and I enjoy our dates a lot, but I am not someone that can be like a consistent communicator with you. Which to clarify, sorry to no, please. tell your own story for you. He did bring yeah. that up on your date. He asked you for more communication, mm -hmm. more consistent communication. You had been off on vacations doing different things. Right. Um, and he wanted more than what you were giving him. Correct. Exactly. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he said like that's really important to him that there's like 
a constant communication via text, which is not something mm -hmm. I like doing, especially if I'm meeting you on an app. Um, and I don't know what the difference is for me on that besides just like, that's another piece of technology in between you and I. And so I'd rather, and this is what I said, I was like, I just want all of our conversations in person to be like so intentional and so full that like, I don't want to just text you mindlessly all day or mm -hmm. get to know you over text. I was like, none of that feels good to me. And I'm not attracted to that energy. I'm the one you text mindlessly yeah, all day. All so day. he can fuck off. He can fuck right <laughs> off. I, that slot is filled. You Like, I don't want to get to know a stranger over text mm -hmm. when nuance is lost, when like fun personality quirks are lost. Like, I just don't like that. And so I was honest about mm -hmm. that. And that's when, yes, I sat and I reflected on that. And I was like, yeah, okay, this is just isn't something I can offer. So I said mm -hmm. that exactly. I was like, this isn't something I can give you. I can't be consistent in like how I see you because I do prioritize other things right now. Like I have mm -hmm. work, I have a podcast and I have a lot of travel coming up. And like mm -hmm. all of those things do take priority over this. Mm -hmm. um, over the casual dating. Yeah, exactly. That you are choosing to do. Mm -hmm. And then um, and I was like, and I just can't be a consistent communicator, but I would love to like meet up with you and like go on dates when it works for our schedule. And if that's not something you're looking for, like, please let me know. And like between a couple of back and forths, which were so respectful and so appreciative. So, so kind. Yeah. So fucking kind. Um, we just decided that he was not looking for that. He wants to date with like an intentionality of like being serious. And uh, I was like, I just can't give that to you right now. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not available mm -hmm for that. And he's like, and I'm not available for what you can offer. So I wish you the best. And we both ended with like, I wish you nothing but the best and a heart emoji. Mm -hmm. And it was just so, it felt so good. Even if I were to be honest and say that I do think I cushioned that text a little bit more than like what was true at the bottom of my stomach, which was like, I'm not mm -hmm. romantically attracted to you. I don't see right. a future. That part is true, and what else? What I said as well was true, and also not everyone needs to hear I don't like you. <laughs> like, yeah. if you can say it in seventeen other ways that get the point across and aren't misleading, I feel like you can exhaust that as well. Um, exactly. So, and he understood. Like within two texts, we were on the same page. So, like, mm -hmm. I think I did an okay job. Um, you did a great job. Thank you. We crafted those texts together. Yeah, we and did. They were beautiful. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> um, and so it just felt really, really good to get a clear response back from someone after being mm -hmm. as clear and as uh, concise as I could be, because I do have a tendency mm -hmm. to get wordy. Um, <laughs> but it just like, it felt so great to have like a very adult, clear conversation that was not sugarcoated. It wasn't like, and I want to like, see where this goes. Like maybe we could do this. It's like, I didn't mm -hmm. say that once. And it just felt really good to have that part of communication down. Yes. Down. It was <laughs> to very, start it. it felt very adult, like very mature, yeah. very emotionally intelligent on both ends. Yeah. And to get into a little bit of like the realness of it, because I think that's good too. Uh -huh. Your feelings were a little hurt when he said he didn't oh my want God. to yeah. keep seeing you on just like a very casual basis, yeah. which I think is so fucking real and exactly totally. how most people would feel, even though you were not interested in him mm -hmm. when he was like, okay, then that's not going to work for me. Mm -hmm. You were like, 
but do I like him? I know. I immediately. <laughs> sc- why did this hurt my feelings? Yeah. <laughs> I immediately screenshotted it and sent it to cast. And I was like, uh oh, I'm sad. <laughs> and you yeah. were like, it's okay to be sad. Like, we're, <laughs> we're going to take this. And you didn't like him, period. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's a few factors of like, one, loving the chase and like mm-hmm. knowing that a door is closed and being like, fuck, God, I want the attention again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when you're been like, when you are someone that someone could walk away from and be like, great, okay, love that for you. No, thank you. You're like, huh, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I thought you'd want to see me one more time. <laughs> like, I thought you'd want all of this for a little longer. All of this <laughs> once more. Um, and so, yeah, that kind of like stings. And I'm sure uh, mm-hmm. me telling him that I couldn't give him anything he wanted also fucking stung <laughs> that you were only willing to give the absolute bare minimum absolutely <laughs> not a that, nudge above not a nudge. literal table scraps <laughs> you were willing to give him table scraps i will hang out with you when i can i will talk to you <laughs> sparingly throughout the day and i hope you're okay with that i will never text you in between i will never text you in between it, it's just true like even i don't know i don't know yeah, all of those things. I would say I would do that the same with someone I was really interested in, but that's also not true. If someone I was obsessed with texted me every single day and wanted to get to know me over text, I would also love that. I just wasn't yeah. that interested in them. So, And if, yeah, I know you have some concerns about meeting people on apps in general. Mm-hmm. Like that's not where you want to meet your person. That's not how you see it. Right. And I do think if you were to meet your person totally. on an app, you wouldn't give a fuck. Absolutely. Because you're going to be so focused on that relationship and that connection that doesn't really matter where it came from. Absolutely. I I reeled on it like a lot in my head when I was like, oh my God, this might be my person. And I met him on a fucking app. I'm like, Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if I don't want that? Like, I don't want to say that I met someone on an app. Maybe that means this isn't the right thing for me. And I think that was my like walkthrough of you know, mm-hmm. getting to the point of like, no, you're just actually not that interested. It was in your out. Yeah. Yeah. It was my out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I absolutely 100% percent think <laughs> percent think that it won't fucking matter. Uh huh. One way or the other, how I meet a person, um, in the future, if they're the right one. I think in the end, if you're looking for an out, it's okay to just want to be out. Yeah. Like that's enough of a reason to call it you never have to see any of these people ever again if you Mm -hmm. go on a date and you're like oh but he was so nice and he's exactly what I thought I was looking for and like this that and the other bullshit but if you're looking for an out sometimes with you I can see that it is you being scared of connection and like trusting that something's gonna work out and just wanting to uh, make it crumble from the beginning on your own (laughs) so you have control over it and I think you hit it on the head with that one. <laughs> and I think sometimes if you are looking for a fucking out, that's your out. Yeah. You're looking for an out. So leave. I agree. It's it's not that serious. It's not that it's serious. Just not. It's fucking just not that serious. <laughs> that's what's so great because I do feel like you and I emotionally invest in anything. Give me a oh. snail and I'll emotionally invest oh, in good it. Lord. But yeah. I do think we do that quickly, but also you're a huge reality check for me of like, yeah, but like, shut up. (laughs) 
or like stop <laughs> because it's like not that real. Like it's not that serious. You're okay. So I love uh-huh. that. Like I feel like we we check and balance each other a little bit in that way because we mm-hmm. can feel so deeply, and then one of us can like slap the other and be like, "But you stop." But actually, you don't like him. You've spent four hours with him total. Um, yeah, and he was inside you for five minutes. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. He wasn't that good. I didn't have sex with the second guy, but the first guy. (laughs) The first guy. Yeah. You're fine. It's been four hours. You're fine. Um, So that was kind of like the whole roundup of experiences that mattered. They all mattered. But like each one put next to each other was so much like good information that I literally... Would never, I went before I started putting myself out there, you know, for mm-hmm. the month. I was like, no, I'll find dates when I find dates. Like, it's fine. I don't need to right. go on app dates to like experience dating, mm-hmm. said a girl who had never been on a date in nine months. <laughs> like, and now I've been on a handful of them. And no, it wasn't my first choice of how to meet people, but they were all like very informative and great experiences. And something I never would have done. And I do feel like I approach dating differently now. And like this other guy, and this is not that big of a story, so I'm not going to elaborate on it. But I met this guy briefly one night, friend of a friend of a friend. And then he asked me out and I was like, yeah. And like, it just didn't Mm -hmm. like shock my system. Like it would have two months ago of like, this is like a whole big thing to go on a date. But like now it was just like, I know you met someone, you kind of vibed you ask each other out and you go to a drink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's okay. And so like, I think that's a really fun like progression from two months ago to today. (laughs) I'm just, I don't know, hearing you say that, I'm really, really proud of you. I feel like this is going to get a little sappy, but I just feel like you are becoming the person that you want to be. And that's a really cool thing to see. I'm like actually getting teary. I'm hormonal, whatever. (laughs) Um, It's just... I don't know, because it is a really brave thing. And it's a scary thing that you did, even if it's not like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, scary and big and all of that. Like, those are things that genuinely scare us. And that like, you do have to really put yourself out there, take yourself out of your comfort zone and fucking do it. And you did it. And now when somebody asks you out, it doesn't feel like that big of a deal. And it doesn't have that like trauma response. You just get to do it and have that experience and collect those experiences and that is exactly where you wanted to fucking be so go you thank you (laughs) thank you so much that means a lot I really appreciate it and uh you you see me differently than anyone else in my life and I think it's really fun to like you're a really good mirror for me of who I am and how I progress in instances uh, so I really appreciate that for us. And thank you very for much. us. For us. So this isn't for any of you listeners anymore. Yeah, get fucked. Um. <laughs> but thank you very much. And thank you for just like letting me sit here and gab about it. This experience would not have happened if we didn't want to do it for the podcast. I know that sounds silly, mm-hmm. but like, oh, and that's a really small other note. Like, mm-hmm. um, with the second guy that I went out with, I did mention that this podcast, I'm like, yeah, and like this year or this month, I'm like trying to put myself out there and we're going to like talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just never really dated. And he got really quiet. And oh, I'm like, shit. I was like, no, I was like, we are doing good. What is wrong? 
He's and like, he, I'm content. Yeah, he was like, so like, is this just for the podcast? I was like, oh my God, no. This is just highlighted by the fact that I've never put mm-hmm. myself out there. I was like, the fact that I am here is so fun and so genuine. I've just never tried to put myself out there, which is I'm doing it because we talk about it, but like not, yeah. you are not content. I felt really bad. So I need the to work on- The podcast is the wind beneath your wings to do sure. this. It exactly. is not the wings. It is not the thing you're flying toward. It is no. the wind beneath them. It's yeah. what is helping you get there. And to all of the men that obviously no identifying factors were uh-huh. shared, but like they were all- very kind people for they the were. most part. And yeah. I know that you wish them well. Yeah. So there's no Every single like, one of them. hard feelings. Yeah. No one was remotely in the jerk realm mm. or anywhere near past jerks that I have dated or been out with. Everyone was just like a different form of dating in your late 20s to 30s. Like it was just different. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was all so much fun and I'm hoping to continue doing it because I am tired of doing everything around the house by myself and I want another person <laughs> that does the grocery shopping uh, that would be great <gasps> but that's for another time but it's nice to feel like motivated to want to like be with a person again so yeah blah, well blah, blah, blah. I think you made your mommy proud yeah um I did <laughs> now when I'm like yeah and speaking of which I have another date she's like another one <laughs> like, she's like uh-huh. shit she's a whore <laughs> A whore. To be fair, I've only gotten laid once. I'm not that big of a whore. <laughs> but you're trying to be. I'm trying to be. I know. Clock is ticking. Anyway. <laughs> Do you mean like biological? No, I meant like my oh. my time in which I need to get laid again. <laughs> oh. I mean, yes, but I don't want to talk about that. Uh, I want to get laid again. <laughs> That's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about the fact that like, no. biological clock is ticking. Fuck that. Um, anyway, thank you for having this space for me today. All of you. Anytime, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. Um, well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We hope you had the best time uh, with pussing yourself out there this month. We learned so much from start yeah. to finish, mm-hmm. and we've got another really fun month coming up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll leave it as a little surprise what it yeah. is. And you can come back next week. And just get the full honeydew me experience. The full frontal of honeydew (laughs) me. The full frontal. That's the theme for next month. It's just full frontals. Full frontals. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) Whatever that fucking means. Whatever that fucking means. Oh, shit. Call my number. I mean, that sounds fun (laughs) to me. (laughs) I'm in. Uh, You can also head on over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to rate, review, and subscribe to Honey Do Me. It means a whole lot to us if you leave a written review or if you just rate us. Um, You can, if you ever have any like topic suggestions or questions you want us to ask guests, we also have a little like Google form you can fill out at the link in our bios on Instagram and TikTok. You can watch us on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, We're quite findable. And we're trying to be more engaging on social media. (laughs) We're also working on putting ourselves out there with our business. Yes. So, you know. (laughs) Thanks for being here for us. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys uh, next month. Yay. Yeah. Bye. you guys. Bye. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. 
Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.